I watched an interview with him and he said on one of the interviews, he was like, I'm actually so grateful that I got passed over for some of the biggest roles uh, that, that would have been some of the biggest roles of my career. So I think he was looked at for like um, James Bond movies. I yeah. think he was looked at for like um, the 50 Shades of Grey, like all these big name things that already had a built in like following and he got passed over for them. And at the time he was like devastated, but he says now he's like, now my career is bigger than I think it ever would have been had I taken on those other jobs. Hey guys, I'm Allie Moresco, and I'm here with my co-host, Cindy Lufred, and this is Slightly Spiritual. Are you curious about dipping your toe into the realm of spirituality, but not ready to drop $1,000 on crystals? We have got you. Grab your adult beverage of choice and join spiritual medium, Cindy Lufred, and health advocate, Allie Moresco, for unfiltered, soulful conversations with a healthy dose of wine, curiosity, and laughter, of course. Grounded in a passion for genuine human connections, we will discuss the good, bad, ugly, and the odd around all things wellness, spiritual, and woo-woo with each other and our occasional guest. We aim to bring modern spirituality into your daily routine to help empower your life. Spoiler alert, we are all slightly spiritual. All right, you guys, today we have a very, very special guest, Tori Piskin, aka the funniest comedian in the world. I might be a little bit biased because she is also a very close friend. Um, Tor, thanks for getting slightly spiritual with us today. Oh my God, thanks for having me. I feel like I've been slightly spiritual in my, in my mid-20s, after a breakup, which I feel like a lot of people that happens too. Yeah, it I it takes like even hearing you say that and I'm sure Cindy sees this like daily. It's some kind of like hardship or like traumatic event or like illness. I feel like that causes you to get slightly spiritual cuz that's totally like that's what it happened for me was when I got sick and was like trying to heal, you right. know. Right. Yeah, cuz you're looking for like other answers. Yeah. And I yeah. So, um, wait, so I want to tell listeners a little bit about you because I like to brag about my friends. I normally just brag about Cindy, but today I will share the love and everyone will get love done for better or worse. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Tori Piskin is an actor. She's a comedian. She is a content creator. She is an influencer. Um, like I said, I'm biased because Tori is one of my closest friends, but she has a repertoire that speaks for itself. Tor was recently in a worldwide Facebook campaign featuring her as a stand-up comedian, um, honing her act. It was shown across billboards, subway stations, everything, you name it, um, across the world. She is a very talented writer, very talented screenwriter, has won awards. Tori, like me, also has Lyme disease, um, and that is actually how we got connected because Tori hosts a top 50 podcast with her mom, Lulu called got it from my mama and um, I went on with my friend Chris Jones to chat about Lyme disease and hypnosis and all those good things. Um, Tori was most recently in a Lucy Hale movie called a nice girl like you and she is adorable in it. Um, Tor has been on MTV refinery 29 bustle you name it. She has been there she has wrapped live on MTV I mean who else can say that. Um, so just setting this conversation up for all the interesting things that we're going to talk about. And I could probably go on for like another five hours about you, Tori. 
Oh my God. I feel like I need to hear that every day. Should I just print that out and like read that about myself? <laughs> like um, we, we can just, I'll just record that for you and it can be your alarm every morning. Yeah. Or like before <laughs> I go to bed being like, Oh yeah, I did do that. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can make a separate one for you too. I'll just be everyone's hype girl. Yeah. I think that would be great. I will, Please. I will take you up on that. I'm going to change my Instagram bio to that official hype lady. Yeah. Wait, so before we get into the spiritual stuff, we're chatting a little bit about Lucy Hale. You were in her movie. What was that? Spoiler alert. She's at the end, just in case anyone's watching like I did and couldn't find her. So it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Anyone listening, sit, watch the whole movie, and then you'll see the true star of the show. But I just want (laughs) to know, Tori, what was that like? Because that's like a major movie that you were in. Yeah. um, I'm Well, first, it was obviously filmed like maybe three years ago now, and it came out. I, th- I think it was supposed to come out in theaters, but obviously because of COVID. Yeah. But yeah, it was so fun. And I mean, I told the story off air, but I don't mind telling it on air because I'm never going to be friends with Lucy Hale. But <laughs> I mean, to be never. Are, be never. No, I mean, it's not anything bad, but it was just like, you know, the set was so fun and like she was so down to earth. And like, you know, when you're talking to her, you really forget like, you know, she was, what was that huge show? She was pretty... Oh, Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, I always get that confused with Big Little Lies. It's like the same, it's like a dyslexic wrote both of those and like confused, like messed. They're like, oh, we'll just name it this. It's like the same words, basically. So I like forgot like how big she was and, you know, like what, how that life is like. So I, she was telling me that that weekend she was going to get a facial in Brooklyn. And I was like, oh, I'm from Brooklyn. She's like, that's so cool. I love Brooklyn. I was like, yeah, just be wary because on the weekends, like the L doesn't work. And she just looked at me like so dumbfounded, like, like what's the L? And I mean, for those of you who don't know, now looking back, I'm like, oh, if you don't live in New York, you probably don't know what the L. It's like the, it's the train that you like can only basically take into Brooklyn. And that's when I was just like, oh, like we're completely different people. Like our lives are like, she's going to go in like a black SUV and like, like, you know, things are just like very different for both of us, but she was very nice. That's okay. Someday I'll be shuffling you into a black SUV. Oh my God, please. And then I'll be like, and then you'll be like, Tori, we should take the train. And I'm like, what's the train? (laughs) If you ever look at me and say, what's the L I'm going to call you out on it. Yeah. Um, So I want to tell you a little bit about how Tori and I met, and then we're going to get into how Tori and Cindy met. Um, yes, I just I can't love wait. the story of how we met because it's like, it just was so funny. So I was in New York for work pre-pandemic. I used to go to New York for work like once a month between New York and LA. Um, New York's a great city and it's one of the few cities that I go to and I like will stay out late. Like I don't go to clubs or like any of that shit, but like I'll go sit, you know, at a bar or whatever, like bathtub, gin, so house, whatever, till like one or two o'clock in the morning and have drinks with people. And I was there with a client who was doing a private hypnosis show at Dumbo house and Tori came, which was like so awesome. And we just, I feel like had one of those moments like in Step Brothers, where they're doing like karate in the garage and they're like, did we just become best friends? Yeah. And then like the rest was history. That's exactly it. Like when you just, it's weird though, how that happens with like certain friends. Like, and I, I feel like, wait, Alex, I don't even know what sign are you? I'm an Aries. So when's your birthday? April. March 31st. Oh, March. Oh, okay. Cause I always get along with, yeah, they're, 
I mean, it's funny because like I'll talk to people and I'll be like instant friends with them. And then I'll be like, what's your birthday? And then I'm like, oh, that makes sense because I always do get along with like those people in those months. Yeah. And then there's just like certain people that I don't get along with. And then I'm like, oh, that makes sense too. That's funny because like, I feel like, and this is probably wrong, but I'm just going to make this statement because I'm talking about myself. I feel like Aries are normally like a pain in the ass. So I'm glad that we clicked. (laughs) I'm glad you two tolerate me. I don't think Wait, you Tori, are. When's yeah. your when's your sign or what's your birthday? Okay, so my birthday's May twentieth, and I once saw an astrologer, and I can't remember what she said. Maybe you can help me out, but she said that the sign that people see me as is like people see me as a Leo. Which is that your moon mm-hmm. sign or your sun sign? Your rising. That's your rising, I believe. Okay, so she was saying that like people see you as like a Leo but inside you're a Taurus. Oh, I'm a Taurus rising. See, I was about to say that. I was like, I bet you guys have a moon or a rising sign that's compatible because Aries and I forget what Taurus, Taurus. not that they're like not compatible, but the fact that you click so quickly in the beginning, it, it probably means that you have a moon or a rising sign that are similar. Cause I believe those are the two signs that, um, uh, it really, articulate how you are on the inside and I bet internally you guys are similar but like again like Tori you were saying what you send out to the world or how people like you is different so right that makes sense do you want to know what's so crazy about that so I'm a Taurus rising you're a Taurus rising Cindy you're not a Taurus rising are you I don't have any Taurus no okay okay (laughs) like thank god that's why we balance each other out probably um but my one of my clients um Casey is also a Taurus rising and I just think it's crazy because I for the eclipse and the conjunction coming up I can't even tell you I've meditated like I have never meditated in my life I'm I suck at meditating and I actually have done it and like knock what it's like clicking um but I listened to this whole thing about it and for us for Taurus rising your eclipse and your conjunction is all about your career your public roles, like your public persona, mm-hmm. and then rapid expansion, like in your career. So how oh. interesting is that? That's this month or just? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, here I am in a bathroom doing a podcast, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> See, rapid expansion. It can only go up from here. Exactly. My sister's like, I have something to tell you. I'm like, what? A TV show? She's like, a popsicle. And can you be quiet? <laughs> oh, Oh, Tor, you're funny. Um, so then, all right. So going, taking, taking this background. So yes. Tori and I met at Soho House in New York. We met at a hypnotist show, which just goes to show you probably what our friendship is like. And then, and Cindy and I are obviously um, very close. And when Tori was blowing up on TikTok, because Tori has a pretty sizable TikTok following, um, Instagram too, but I'm biased to TikTok now. I love TikTok. Yeah, that's I, connected um Cindy and Tori to do some videos for like TikTok and then that we used um for some like behind the scenes like TV stuff and that was honestly one of like the I don't even know if funnest is a word um but it was like one of the funnest zooms that I have ever watched because watching you two together like brought me so much joy right and I I I feel like there's like so many things I want to tell the listeners so I have gone to like 
you know, a lot of like, I've been to like a few like New York psychics, like on the street and they've never really told me anything like significant. I think I mentioned this once to you, like one time it was like after a breakup I went and it was a really bad breakup. And the psychic was like, someone with the letter L is really worried about you. And I was like, they're like, it's a female. And like L is like my mom's name, Lauren. So, because but I was like hoping for my ex. I was like, is there anything with an A? And she's like, no, no A. <laughs> and then, um, so then, yeah. So I've been to like a few and then I saw this other woman, woman who, no, actually I've been to this, I've had like a Zoom with someone like two years ago and um, she never like told me anything like pinpoint, right? But at one point I was like casually dating two guys and she was like, you're in love with both guys. And I was like, I don't think I'm in love. And then the other time that was weird was this like psychic told me I was going to go to Paris. This was last October. I was going to go to Paris and like, I shouldn't be afraid of divorce. So I've never had like, first off, I'm, I don't, I don't know where this divorce person is. And also like, I haven't been asked to go to Paris. She was, but then when I was talking to Cindy, um, yeah, you were just like much more like accurate about like crazy stuff. Well, I think that's the thing between my work and other people, other people who channel or are mediums or psychics, or whatever, is that I'm really big on evidence and like validations of things that you can, you know, know, or like I said, validate that it's the person you're, that you love or like a, a departed loved one or someone in your life. Right. Versus like, oh, you might go to Paris one day. Well, yeah. Like I would freaking love to go to Paris. Paris one day, it's like one of the top visited probably cities in the world. You know what I mean? Right. Like it can just be kind of general if you, some with some other. Well, yeah, you told me that, uh, well, we spoke to my grandmother and that was like a lot of like very real. I mean, I wasn't close. I, you know, she died when I was three, but you mentioned she was like always putting the red, excuse me, the red lipstick on. And I like asked my mom and she was like, yes, she was always wearing that. And then I asked you like, does she want me to end up with a Jewish guy? And then you were like, and then my grandma to you was like, well, why does it matter? Like, she's not even, she doesn't even practice anyway, oh God, which is I like true. I remember you're a bad, you, that you're a bad Jew. <laughs> that was you so were, funny. You were so right. Okay. Then the craziest thing of all was you were like, are you dating? I think I asked you about dating or something. And you were like, oh, are you into guys with tattoos? And I was like, casually seeing a guy who had tattoos but it's also like, not like I've dated like really any other guys with tattoos. So it wasn't like, oh, that's like an easy thing to say. Like every guy's a tattoo. I'm like, no, not really. Like this guy has like a lot. And then you were like, does he start with the letter J? And I was like, yes. And then you said something and then you were like, John, and that was his name. And I was like, that like, to me was like insane. And like for the listeners, like, I know you're all like spiritual and you're listening, maybe you're getting into it, but you know, people could say like, well, you should have saw like your Instagram. And I'm like, no, I never had one photo with this guy. Like no one besides my roommate. Like I, don't, I never even told Alex about this person. So that was like so insanely accurate. And, and then you said, I go, does my grandmother like him? And she goes, you like him more than your grandma likes him for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I totally forgot about that. That was, that whole thing was just like wild. And then also the fact that like you had just started working with um David and like oh yeah I mean like it just too many things aligned and I'm curious Tor for you like 
seeing other people that call them psychics, which is not what Cindy is or like calls herself and then working with Cindy, like what was your impression of spirituality and like the other side before you met Cindy? Before, I mean, I was always very like open and like even when that psychic was like, you're you're in love with two guys. I was like, maybe I'll eventually be in love, but like nothing ever happened. I think kind of what you said, like they kind of like maybe can read something, but they like exaggerate it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when a little yeah. kid like doesn't know how to like express themselves. Like I feel like not like a full like medium doesn't know how to like fully like express the thing that they see in the future for you. So they like, you know, like bring it to this like crazy extreme kind of like instead of being like, oh, I think you're casually seeing two guys. It's like you're in love with two guys. But <laughs> when you did it, it was like, well, you know, you talked to my grandmother and that was like, you know, I'd never done that before. And then, yeah, it was just like such, it was like, re- I was like, oh, this is like real. And I was like, I need to see her. I was like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was I like, quit. I need to keep her updated. We need Cindy to record a hype thing for us every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget me. But also like, I'm just so interested. Like, I think I asked you, Alex, as I was like, Cindy, like, what is it like? Um, like, can you see your own future or no? Well, I always say I'm not a fortune teller. Like I can't technically see anyone's future. Yeah. (laughs) What I can see is like the paths that are laid out in front of you, like where you're based on your thoughts, actions, like belief systems. Now I can see, you know, quote unquote into the future, see the path laid out before you and what is in your highest and best good or the one that you're most likely to take. Cause sometimes they're the same and sometimes they're different. Right. Right. So for myself, honestly, it's very hard. And I, tell clients this and friends is to anyone who's starting to get spiritual or wanting to get into this work, receiving information for yourself is probably the hardest thing because your mind and your ego immediately gets in the way. But if you're receiving it for someone else, like you, Tori, like I have no, like nothing is going to bother me. If you're like, no, I don't ever date guys with tattoos. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, they're just mentioning it. You know what I mean? So it doesn't mean it. Whereas me, I start overthinking, oh my God, am I going to meet a guy with tattoos? Like I hate tattoos. Like what the hell, you know? And then I, my head gets in the way instead of just like allowing the information to flow. So I can do it for myself, but it is not as easy as it is for me to read for others. And I have to be able to separate it, like compartmentalize it and off some days because you know, it's just, yeah, I always wondered, but I feel like I would just, I feel like this is like not, this is like too weird, but I feel like that's like, if someone's like a porn star, <laughs> someone's like, if someone's like a webcam girl and she's so good at like, you know, making herself like, okay, I don't know, come, I guess. Like, why would she go elsewhere? Like you, wait, I don't even know where this analogy began. I really scratched it. I, 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 not, say, I don't even know where I, you're taking this. I'm not sure if I should be horrified or also <laughs> like, I don't wait, know, just like wait, no, wait, dying what is, laughing. Wait, I've been having like such crazy brain fog. Wait, what's the last thing you said before I went into this like weird rant? I don't or anything past porn stars and mediums being the same thing. You guys are talking about it's okay. Wait, you guys know it's bad when I'm the one that has to tell you what you were talking. I think you were like, um, okay, yeah. You were talking about you asked Cindy if she can like see her own future, and Cindy said, "I can't see anyone's future, like basically, let alone myself. You just see like the paths that are presented." Right. Okay. So this is make. Oh, I think then you said like, oh, it's like too hard for me 
to like do my own. But then I think I was thinking of you saying, I think I messed up what you said. I think in my head, I thought you said, yeah, like I'm too good at doing my own. Like, I don't want to deal with that. And then my analogy was going to be like, oh yeah, it's like a webcam girl. Like being like, well, why am I going to go out to like find a guy when I can just do this at home? But this doesn't make any sense. I, I really hope that I'm going to be okay after this because I don't know where that analogy came from. <laughs> I think well, I don't know. I think it's great though. Fine. <laughs> I think you're going to be more than okay. Um, you are, you crack me up. But normally I'm the one like, wait, what did I just say? Like, it's honestly kind of like refreshing not to have it be me for once. No, that was like the most insane. I was like, you know, when you're a porn star and you guys like, mm, no, we, you know, oh, sorry, sorry, webcam girl. It's not the craziest thing I've ever heard you say. So yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm never going to forget this moment. I just, <laughs> okay, I'm glad. It's great. This is great. Poor Cindy. Poor Tori. Poor Cindy. Um, this episode is going to be like, is Cindy a medium or a porn star? <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's, God. Is Tori a comedian or a porn star? Right. Yeah. Um, wait. So I want to know. So after you saw Cindy virtually, after we recorded that video. Yeah. Did you have any kind of like, oh shit moment? Like I need to start implementing this into my life. Um. Well, I think I like pretty much ended things with the guy actually pretty soon after that. Oh. So I was like, and then, um, I think I was just, I would just like listen to it a bunch because I found it so interesting. Yeah. But, but what do you mean by like, you mean what she's told me to do? But I don't think you ever told me like what to do or not to do. You kind of just were like telling me stuff. Oh my God. Wait, this is so funny you bring this up because I also channeled in this message earlier today mm -hmm. about going, if I can pop, go off on a tangent for a second, um, going into 2021, oh, tell us 2021. Yeah. I've been hearing that a lot of what is going to be questioned and, or talked about in the new year is about fate and what's fated for you versus like free will and what you have like influence over. Right. And what I've been picking up is that the two are not like mutually exclusive. You can have, you obviously can have both. And there are things that you're destined for or fated for that your soul put into its blueprint, but it's also you free will. It's up to you in how and when, or I shouldn't say how, but I guess I would say like when you're ready and open and able to like manifest this or like attract this into your life. But no matter what, it's going to happen, but you have influence over like when it's showing up to a degree in your life so right it's so funny that you're now talking about like what to do quote unquote because I like yeah. Alex I never really tell people that but there's so much in a reading that I can tell someone that yeah maybe it's their fate but like I might get the timing off or something because you have free will right so right. it's I don't know it's very that's one of the things I'm picking up on for next year of like you know it's topic. interesting too hearing you talk about that because I remember Cindy you and I having a conversation like it was a couple months into the pandemic and I don't know what we were talking about something with me I think and you were like well there's free like basically because of the pandemic it was like take whatever I said and then add like six months or a year to it right because you're like mm -hmm. you can't predict the future like things will happen at some point but there's like and I I especially feel like right now like the time we're living in it's like inevitable that shit's gonna get thrown off of whatever path like it was supposed to be on, if that makes sense. Yeah. And like, did that come to you or is that something you just kind of were like, oh, just letting you know, or did that like come to you? Uh, the message that I just shared? 
the message about like that things like right now, like what I, yeah, no. the timeline changing. Um, well, at the time when I told Allie that that was something I had been picking up on, like at that, like during the pandemic. So, and then this morning that message came when I tuned in to get like messages for the day or messages for the collective. And that mm -hmm. was one of the messages that came through this morning about faded life. So. Wow. So interesting. I love when I get like a glimpse into your brain, Cindy. I know. You need like a Netflix TV show. You like wake up, have your coffee and your eyes are like, do, 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 do. and then it's like all this stuff appears and you're like, okay, I'll go, I'll go to Whole Foods now. And then like something else appears. <laughs> I, hey, manifest it. Yeah. Um, well, I was wondering, cause I, like, I remember after I did my, well, I don't know what I would consider my first session with Cindy if it, I would consider it like August, the soiree, or like I did like a serious like sit down session with Cindy in like last December, but it all just like clicked so fluidly. And I got such good like guidance that I was like, okay, now I'm never going back. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it just went yeah. on out. I was like, okay, I have to have this. <laughs> so. And I think that's so important to point out because a lot of people come to me and are like afraid or nervous. Cause I think they're so scared of like what is going to be revealed in the session. Yeah. But if you're truly going to like a very, I would say a very like um, healer in mediums or intuitives or whatever, it should really feel like a residence. Like it, it resonates with what you already know, you know, like it should feel like you know a lot of it. And it just is so validating to hear it from a complete stranger though, right? That's yeah. how like, I find my work is most influential. It's not so helpful if I tell you things that are like, so are outside of the realm of possibility that you're like, well, that, she's a quack. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You are so like specific and like stuff about my grandma. I just didn't even like know until I like asked my mom, it was the lipstick she kept putting on. And then like how her and my aunt, oh, and you, you knew that you were like, it starts with an E and it was aunt Elaine, which is like the person my middle name is after. And you were like, they're sitting and they're having drinks and like what they said, like, well, she's never going to like, like, she's not even a practicing Jew, like whatever. I like, <laughs> told my mom then she's like, oh yeah, that's something like they would say, you know, they're like gossipers. That was oh so my God, funny. I love that. Like, do you, what was it? Do you even have a Torah? That's what they said. Yeah. It was, <laughs> you, have a Torah. you got your Jew on from, from the dead people. All of a sudden you're like, do you even have a Torah? <laughs> <laughs> oh so, okay, I'm curious to talk to both of you about this. So Tori and I were FaceTiming yesterday and we were chatting about manifesting and I don't even know how we started talking about it. Um, but I know Tori, you were telling me a little bit yesterday about how you've been trying to make like more of a concerted effort, I guess, to manifest like in your own way. So what does that look like for you? Okay, well, actually what really inspired me was who was the guest you had on last episode the entertainment host forget her name Kathy okay. entertainment tonight yeah yeah her like manifestation skills is like I feel like insane would you guys agree I well I I would be curious to know like I think she was a manifester right Cindy you mean like in her human design yeah I don't remember but yes I believe so I think she was I'd be curious to know what you are Tori but um yeah, she just seemed like very dedicated to it and in like a lot of different ways. Yeah. Like, and that's something over the past like few months, like especially like right now I'm trying to get better at is not just like 
doing my mantras, but also like writing things down, like trying to like practice manifesting in like different ways. Um, right. So she like yeah. really like, she's like on it. I was like, I wish we could bottle her and like yeah. sell it. It was, <laughs> because you know it, was it, it wasn't but, like, and what I was talking to Alex about last yesterday, I was like, I was like, yeah, I've been trying to like manifest more and like, just like really like visualize. And I was like, it's weird because I don't know if it's like me getting more spiritual or like, I think also after like Lyme disease, you're just much more in tune with your body. Like after something like takes a hold of your body, you're just so much more sensitive. So yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, it's so weird. Cause like I'll have these feelings where it's like, I know it's going to happen. Like for instance, like something really simple, I'll be like, oh, like, okay, I haven't heard from that guy. I think in like four days, he's going to call me. But maybe this person I haven't spoken to in like months and like, let it like literally like two weeks later, it will happen. But it's the weirdest thing because it's very different than being like, it's like this, like when you actually know, which I think that's kind of like, wait, I'm forgetting her name, the girl you had on. Kathy. Yeah, Kathy. Wait, no, Kathy? Cassie. <laughs> oh, Cassie. Yeah, that's like her. Like she like knew it, you know? But then there's like the other time where I like try to manifest. It's like, it feels like there's like a blocker where it's like, I say these things, but it's like, I don't like truly believe it. Does that make sense? It's like, it's like, I, I'm really in tuned and I know the difference. I'm just like, okay, well, how do I get that feeling of like, oh, okay. I think this person, like I have this feeling this person's going to like contact me. And then like two weeks later they do more with like the things I actually want. And so, yeah, it's like interesting how like in tuned I am to it. I'm just trying to like figure out how to get past that like road of being like, of feeling that way rather than just like, okay, this is what I want. This is what I want, you know? Yeah. So, so I'm curious, Cindy, when you're, when somebody's like manifesting and like something is just not clicking, is it because it's like not in alignment with their path? Not necessarily. It can mean that you potentially have a limiting belief around like sometimes the things we want the most are also the things that we fear the most right mm. and so uh especially the big things in life like typically it's relationships or a certain job or you know a family right like having children or whatever so a lot of those we also fear it on some level so i have had clients that have come to me and said like i'm trying to manifest i'm trying to manifest it's not working and then there's this deep rooted fear. Like I had one client who was trying to have a baby and she had been, they've been trying for like over a year. And I said, you're actually really scared of this. And she was like, well, I don't know. And I said, no, you're scared of this. And it's because you don't want to end up like your mom. And she started like falling. She goes, you know, I never thought about that way, but my dad left us when I was six weeks old. My mom always said it was so hard raising a single baby alone. And I was like, okay, that's been ingrained in you since you were a child. Like you don't think that on some subconscious level, you're scared to be a single mom and you're scared the same thing's going to happen to you and how hard it is to be a mom. Cause you've heard that your whole life. Right. Like you got to clear that, you know what I mean? So, and yeah. she hadn't even thought about it. So sometimes there's things like that, that are in your energy field. And the best way to notice them are through like triggers, like things that kind of like upset you or kind of throw you off a little, or, you know, just show up in your life to maybe even creating like a big emotional response, whether it's good or bad. That typically means there's something in your energy field that is not in the same alignment as the manifestation you're bringing in. Like I under, like obviously specific for like person and like 
manifester, but like in general, like what can someone do? I'm asking for myself and the listeners, but like to figure out what that blockage is. That literally was the next question out of my mouth. Well, I will say again, it's hard to sometimes have such great awareness around yourself. Just like it's hard to like channel because we're, we're, you know, we are, mind gets in the way or ego gets in the way that like you want this thing. And so you should have it. Right. So I would often say like going to a healer, like a medium, or I, my acupuncturist is very good at like tuning into these things. I work with also like a functional medicine doctor who can pick up on these things too. So I have a life coach who helps. So there's lots of different people out there that can help. And if you don't have access to those things or can't tune into those things, you could just ask yourself, like closing your eyes, tuning into yourself and saying, okay, what is it that I'm afraid of? Or why am I resisting this? Or why did this thing upset me so much? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a great place to just start in journaling, but it's, it's obviously helpful if you can have access to like a medium or healer or someone. Yeah. And I do just want to say for listeners, what I love Cindy about you and the way that like you offer your abilities and like, same thing goes for right. People like maybe like Rebecca Rosen and I'm going to butcher her name, but Chani Nicholas is that somebody can book an hour with you. Right. And that is obviously like costly and well worth it. But if you need to save up for that and you want, um, you want to start working on healing yourself now. Like I love that all of these true like spiritual healers, they also do, they do small groups, they do large groups, they do just talks about the new moon and the energy and what's going on and meditations. And it's very, very accessible, which I think most people don't actually realize and just get kind of like intimidated by and then just like stop looking into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So Tori, do you have a specific manifestation that you're trying to bring in that you want to work through or is is it too like, Oh no, we can work through it. (laughs) Um, no, I think, I think just like, I think it's like, as an entertainer, I think it's like career wise. I'm like, but it's funny. I was telling Alex, I was like, it's so weird. Like a few months ago, I gained like a lot of traction on reels. And I had the same feeling that I did like with that guy, like, Oh, something's going to happen where I'm going to gain like a lot of followers. And I don't even know how it's going to happen because like Instagram is kind of dead, but it will happen. And like, it didn't happen to the extreme I wanted it to, but it like happened. So I knew, I know how to tap into it. I guess what I'm trying to manifest is like, yes, like a larger following from social media or my videos, I guess, like more recognition in that. And why do you want that? Because I think from there, then you can get more opportunities and when things go back to like normal, then you have a following so people can see you live. And I think, well, now the ultimate thing I'm thinking of is like to be like wanted. I mean, I've done a lot of therapy, so I get this, but I think also like the connection could be like, because my sister was like always like the star and I was always like jealous of that. So I think a lot of my jealousy issues stem from that. So it's like, I, I feel like I like telling you that I'm like, oh, I know that, but like, how do you? I think too, for you, it's like natural that that like those emotions are going to come out right now because for listeners that don't know Tori and I work together um trying to sell a tv show with Tor who is beautiful and talented and hysterical as I've already said but the problem is now that networks do not want to do the work to develop talent and they just want you to have millions of followers or like 
you know, it becomes a struggle. So I, it does like, I'm sure on some level, it just kind of like sucks constantly having it come down to that. And like your following isn't shabby. Like you have 50,000 followers, 30,000 followers. Like that's way more than most people. Like anyone should be, any network should be happy with that. <laughs> right. So, um, two, well, two things I'm picking up on one are that you got that following because you simply loved doing what you do. Right. Mm -hmm. And now that it's become something that you feel like, quote unquote, you need in order to make it to the next step in your career, it started probably feeling like it's slowing down or that's the thing that's holding you back. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's one thing to look at is the motivation behind why you want the followers. And if you're constantly opening Instagram and being like, oh, I don't have that many or whatever, and it's the same or whatever, and you're wanting it just so you can, you know get to that next level, that's never going to be the right energy to manifest with because it's not your true heart's desire. Your true heart's desire is not just to get to the next level. Your true heart's desire is to make people laugh and to connect with other people and to, you know, I'm guessing be able to travel the world and see people in person again. Right. So you have to remember the true, I always say, get back to the start. What's the true reason why you're doing what you're doing? Right. And I think shifting some of that's going to help the energy with the following in the first place. Right. Yeah. And something like she should just, or for anyone that is listening to this and is like, oh my God, that sounds like me. Is that root question something that like she should just like meditate on? Oh, totally. Like, why do you want the things you want? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and looking at it from the, exactly that perspective, like how did, what was it in the beginning and where are you at now with that same want, right? right? Like when you first started out, there wasn't this whole need in the industry of having to have a million followers. You were just doing it because you liked doing it and people liked it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then it put all this pressure on it. Like, oh no, I have to have as many followers or it's not going to work out. Well, that in and of itself is creating somewhat of a limiting belief around it. Right. Yeah. Um, and then of course, if that's your belief is that I can't get a job or I can't move up till I have as many followers, well, then that's what the universe is going to continue to reflect back to you is mm -hmm. in many, and all the people you meet are going to turn down the opportunities that you're going for because you quote unquote, don't have enough followers because that's your limiting belief. So it's kind of like the chicken and the egg, which one came first, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You still have to shift that belief out of don't take on the same belief that the industry is trying to put on you. Right. Right. So that's part of it. And then the other, I love um, that. What I say, Just the whole, like the whole, the way that you broke that down was so easy to understand. And it makes so much sense. Like do what, why you started it. And it's funny you say that because ever since I've been back in New York for a little, I feel like I've been like really enjoying like the content I've been putting out rather than like, okay, I have to, like, I have to put this out in a day. So it's funny that you've been saying that I feel like I've been tapping more into like, oh, I feel like really excited. And like, I feel really good about this video. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then that makes I it more fun. It. And then that makes it more enjoyable. And you're, you're the people I'm telling you, the people who are watching these there, I, I don't care if you say, no, the videos are exactly the same. The energy behind it, when you created it matters, mm -hmm. it matters. So I guarantee you the ones that you're doing just because of fun or just with something random or you thought it was funny and you're excited about it. Those are hands down always going to probably perform better than the other ones because people can pick up on the energy when something is created. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. They can't yeah. explain that probably, but that's part of manifesting, right? Is, is having that little inside, you know, key to, uh, to knowing how to create the things that you want, but it has to come from like the place of joy, right. not the place of, Oh, I have to. Right. No, that's very helpful. I love, I literally just wrote that down. Um, cause I think one of those things and, where people don't think that deeply about it as far as like the energy goes, or like, if they're making something out of a place of frustration and then like, it doesn't go well or whatever it is, it's just like keeping you in that headspace. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then so if I could get real, real, one more layer deeper, you mentioned jealousy of a sister or your sister. Yeah. And I think you said something like feeling unwanted or something. I don't remember exactly how. Yeah. I think that's where it like all stems from, but I love her now. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, Tori, sister. No, no, I don't think she, she only listened to like God over my mom. Or she's like, I haven't listened in a while. I'm like, well, some family support you are. <laughs> You're funny, Tori. Um, but one thing I was going to say is that deep, deep down, there's probably a small fear around even if you have all those things like millions of followers or a hit Netflix show or a hit TV show, whatever, that you're still going to be unwanted mm. because no matter what you did, probably when you were jealous of your sister, I know you're not anymore. Thank you for clarifying. But when you were, no matter what you did, didn't work. Right. So there's probably also a limiting belief that no matter what you do, you're still not going to be wanted or it's still not going to work or it's still not going to be enough. Right. Mm -hmm. so that's another piece that maybe we could talk about probably in a separate session but if we were doing a one-on-one yeah. -on -one, I'd be like that's another piece I would dig into is what age did that happen and how are you feeling and how did how were you not supported at that time that is now manifesting again by feeling not supported by the industry or not just like you just said not supported by your sister that no matter what you do it's you're still unwanted and you're still not being supported yeah. And it's kind of like man magnifying it now as an adult in your career, but that's how you felt as a child. Right. So you have to go and like he heal that inner child or heal that limiting belief of that. Nothing you ever do is good enough because that's ultimately what's happening with the followers. Right. It's like nothing you ever do is good enough or with trying to get the TV show. It's like nothing you ever do is good enough. Just right. Thread through oh, all that. You're so good. <laughs> um, should I just DM you on the zoom and be like, what day tomorrow? What time yeah. tomorrow? When are you free next? But this is when we just take it back to the beginning. This is where you guys ask, like, how do you, which is a great question. How do, does one become aware of these things? If you're trying to manifest and it's not working out and it, it is really hard. Like Tori, you have great awareness around some of those things, but then it's like, how does that, how does that experience when you were a child? How is that even like have anything to do with now? Well, that's how, right? That's where I come in. And when I'm channeling and doing work, I help bridge the gap between the two so you can start to heal it. And even yeah. if we don't figure it all out in one session, because I don't think that's the whole point, but you can go back with your therapist or find a, or go to acupuncturist or journal or meditate or whatever, and start to allow these things to finally release and surrender. And then that's what allows the manifestation to move so much more quicker into your life. Once you've truly healed those things. You need a book. Do you have a book? book? We have a podcast. Is that not good enough? <laughs> um, sorry, you're sounding like me. <laughs> like, is that not good enough? Um, no, going to fully change the world and have like her own empire. I, I can feel that. 
I can't feel money things, but that I can feel. <laughs> and honest to God, Tori, I feel the same way about you. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I just have a feeling someday that like, this is like the conversation we're going to look back on and be like, holy shit. Do you remember? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. you were sitting on the ground in the bathroom getting yelled right. at by your sister. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is interesting. Cause like I will, yeah. It's, but I also, I want to ask like, what do you think? Oh, wait, I, got, I was, I guess you kind of already answered that, but I wonder if like other people have had that where it's like, oh, I meant to text this person or whatever, or that I think this person's going to text me. And then like five days later, they, is that like that whole thing where it's like, oh, you were talking, what's that saying? It's like, you were talking in my ear or something. Yeah. I say that all the time to Cindy. I'm like telepathy. Yeah. Is that, would you say that's true? That telepathy exists? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. They're like, oh, I'm thinking about this person. And then like the next thing you know, they're like calling you. So, so not only do you guys have to worry about me calling you, texting you, FaceTime you, DMing you, but now maybe I'm also going to be in your head at some point. I know. You, you should both be like, honestly afraid. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're going to hear but, me one day. Just like, what are you doing? <laughs> we're like, hello. Like, is this a character? My yeah. Like, oh, my Do I have my AirPod in? Like, yeah. Uh, but I, I truly, I'm back on a serious note. I do believe in those things. And I do think that there is something to be said for the, I, I'm what I'm calling now. And this is actually, I have not shared this anywhere else. This is the first time I'm actually sharing it is, I'm calling it the speed of thought and okay. that the speed of thought can move faster than anything else, than light, than sound, than anything else in the universe. And it's, that's what I believe that we're picking up on when we, uh, you know, think of someone and they text us two minutes later, or you have, you know, you, you call someone and then they're trying to call you at the same time. It's the speed yeah. of thought you're, you're picking up on their thought and vice versa. Like you guys are literally picking up on each other's thoughts about one another. So and interesting. I'm just learning to, about those so things, good. but yeah, the speed of thought, it goes oh faster than gosh. anything. I love that. Me too. Mm -hmm. Well, I have one more question. I mean, Cindy, we could talk for, for like 25 hours. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> I have one more question after hearing Tori talk about everything. I have a question for you, Cindy, that I'm curious about. Huh? Um, so for like celebrities or entertainers or the people like Olivia Colpo, right. Who has like millions and millions of followers. And like, there was not like necessarily like one thing that like popped them off. Do you think it comes down to like the way, not like the way that they manifest it or like, but basically like their attitude. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so many people, like we, like in the industry, we always talk about how there's a million people that want to make it and less than 1% do. So just in my own head, I'm like, there's so much talent out there. There's so many people that are so unique and like doing so many amazing things. I'm like, what is it about that certain subset of people that it happens to them and not others? Like, is this it? You know what I mean? Like, I've always thought this and I'm like, is this what it comes down to? I mean, it could be, I, don't know enough about like her to be able to say like, oh, is this or that or one thing or the other. I just truly believe, I posted this recently too, that, you know, perhaps we're, we are right all along that the things that we want are wanting us. But I just feel like some people get so hung up on how they're going to get there and the order of things that they feel needs to happen before they reach a certain point that that trips us up. 
So Mm -hmm. perhaps those people who do make it, it's not that the other ones were not meant to make it, but they went about it in their authentic way and they were able to achieve it in a shorter amount of time, perhaps than someone else who's trying to do it the way someone else did it, but that's not in authenticity or in resonance with their soul's path. Wait, and I make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Another question when people are like timings, everything, like, do you think you can make your own timing or is that true? Like, maybe, you know, like, cause people will be like, Oh, I, I thought this job was going to change my life. And then two years later, they're like, no, I got this job and I was ready for it. Cause like the timing was right. And, you know, I prepared for that. So do you think that's also true? Uh, I think it, I think it could be true. I think the timing isn't as important as what we we're just talking about is as if you're like truly excited about it. And I think it's also getting clear on what you want and not getting caught up on the exact next step or what it needs to look like. So I watched this interview with Henry, I think it's Caval or Cavill or something. He's like the guy who did Superman. He's in like a bunch of like, I don't know, like other movies. He's like freaking gorgeous, by the way. But anyways, um, I watched an interview with him and he said on one of the interviews, he was like, I'm actually so grateful that I got passed over for some of the biggest roles uh, that that would have been some of the biggest roles of my career. So I think he was looked at for like um, James Bond movies. I think he was looked at for like um, the 50 Shades of Grey, like all these big name things that already had a built in like following and he got passed over for them. And at the time he was like devastated, but he says now he's like, now my career is bigger than I think it ever would have been had I taken on those other jobs. So it was, and that's what he wanted. He wanted like a big career, wanted to be really successful, wanted to be well-known. And he thought taking a franchise or a thing that already had a big name to get him there was the way to go. And when he didn't get them, he didn't give up. He just pivoted and took like something else that showed up that actually resonated with him and he was more excited about. So that's where you can't get too hung up on like the path you think that is going to get you to where you want to be. And instead follow your intuition and gut on what is next. And if something gets removed from you, it means the universe is saying it's something better is coming. You can't. And a lot of people give up at that point, right? Like you talk about the millions of people who don't make it. They probably give up. No offense to them, but yeah, they probably do. So long story short, if it's not happening, something better is coming and don't give up. I love Mm -hmm. that. I love that too. Me too. Yeah. And I think there's more than one way to get to success. I mean, I look at the TikTok, what's her name? Demelio or whatever. Oh Charlie, yeah. Right. Like if someone had told us 10 years ago that someone was going to make a one, may, become famous with 90 million followers making less than one minute videos, we'd be like, that's dumb. You're right. Crazy. And yet that's yeah. how she did it. Right. Totally. Like, yeah, you know, so you just, you can't let those things deter He's you. A perfect example. Um, Who is? Charlie D'Amelio. Oh yeah, exactly. Like she was just like a fair, she's like 15 year old <laughs> high schooler. I mean, no, she God love her. God bless her. Doing it. <laughs> but you Can know what I mean? Like her and sell it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right guys. Well, Tori, thank you so much for coming on slightly spiritual and getting a little slightly spiritual with us. Um, and thank you for being so open. And I really think this conversation is going to be such a guiding light, not only to me, to Cindy, um, but also to our listeners. Um, if anyone listening has any questions for Tori or wants to find her, you can, um, on Instagram or TikTok search Tori Piskin. So thanks guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.